This is Mind Booster Podcast. In times like these, we need a mind booster. Today, let's join Keith Osborne, my husband, a prolific Bible teacher for over 25 years, expounding on mind-boosting words of truth from the scriptures. There are so many people today trying to find themselves, searching for significance. Keith Osborne, our teacher, has created the following saying. Number one, I know who I am. I am a child of God. Number two, I exist to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Number three, I know where I will go when I die. When I die, I will live forever in heaven with Jesus Christ, my Savior. Spiritual warfare, doctrine of the two nature. Question I ask is, who are we wearing? Strange question, isn't it? Usually ask, what are you wearing? But I'm asking, who in the world are you wearing? Because this is what it boils down to in terms of this old warfare that actually have invaded us and literally become part of our mind. Because, of course, this warfare been raging for ages before man came on the scene, before Adam came on the scene. And we really don't know much about it. We just have bits and pieces in the Bible. However, we have enough to know that continuous struggle, we are not excluded from it. In fact, having made a commitment to join Jesus Christ, we have become a part of it. This part of it has invaded in our mind where this is where we experience this on a daily basis. So if we don't understand how this thing works, eventually the enemy will seem to be winning because he will drive us almost crazy in terms of what's happening. And that's what I'm going to try to unveil. And I must admit that it is a very subject that can't be really covered in two or three sessions. We really need two semester to go through the real detail of how this operate. However, we have pulled out, we have pulled out enough information, which are the important one. And I am going to be stringing this in a cohesive fashion so that you can literally see how this thing unfold. So I hope I, by the end of this, the Holy Spirit would help me to really put it together so that you get, will get the gist of this warfare that has invaded your mind and probably want to drive you crazy and you're not sure what is going on. Uh, so let's start by looking at this exercise that I did you to do. Question is, did anyone get a chance to look at it? Yes. On your overview. Okay, in that case, let me quickly go through it as you help me um, match up the name and the letters. Now, what I'm doing is, as introduction, is showing you that this spiritual conflict is universal, really, to all of God's people. It's a universal experience. And what I've done was I have chosen 
many men of God who you know very well, they've been giant of the faith, and yet still they did some weird stuff that definitely is not compatible with who they are. Noah knew the Lord. Now, here's the thing. Noah knew the Lord, and you know Noah very well that God said he is my best man in terms of Noah was blameless. That's exactly what he said in Genesis. Noah was blameless. In fact, when you go through the book of Genesis 5, Genesis 5, and you go through the, the chronicle of the sad thing about humanity where Adam died, and then you begin to see as you go through this chain of men living for 100 years and then they die, you begin to see where the curse of death begin to ripple through Adam's race. God was trying to find a friend. The only friend he seemed to find was Enoch. But then after Enoch, it kept going down until finally he came to Noah. And then Noah was a breath of fresh air because God said, ah, I finally found someone who is like me and want to be my friend. Noah knew the Lord. What did Noah did in terms of he botched up. No one knew the Lord, yet Noah mm -hmm. drank himself drunk. In the New Testament, where it says, in Galatians 5, where it says the work of the flesh is, and one of those was what? Drunkenness, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Noah tripped up. Mm -hmm. Noah knew the Lord. Okay, Abraham knew the Lord, yet Abraham did what? He lied saying his wife was his sister. Abraham thought this is the best way to get himself out. And that's how we lie to protect ourselves. So Abraham blew it in terms of, and remember, Abraham was the giant of faith later. Remember? But he, he failed some tests. Okay, Jacob knew the Lord. You see the big thing he pulled off and Isaac just told the, the blessing. Moses knew the Lord. Remember when he killed the Egyptian? Of course, he thought that. This was a good thing until later on he had to flee. But again, yeah. Moses committed murder. Samson knew the Lord. He had really no self-control, really. Again, you see he botched up. How about Elijah? Depressed. Elijah had just finished the biggest success story. And Mount Carmel, Baal was about to drive yeah. Yahweh out of, out of Israel. Remember when uh, Ahab married Jezebel and she brought her God because she was the princess of the chief, um, uh, chief, uh, I would say, priest of Baal in, 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 mm -hmm. in, in, um, in, in Babylon's section there. And she brought her God over and he almost chased Yahweh out of Israel. Is Elijah saved mm -hmm. the day? Because Elijah's name yeah. is really... You know, God, Jehovah is my God. So that contest was who is really the real God. And yeah. hands down, Elijah won that tremendous victory. And yet, Elijah ran when Jezebel said, wait until I get my hand on him. This is what mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And he ran for his life, absolutely depressed. So again, you see Elijah botched up, right? Right. Yep. In the spiritual 
conflict. David knew the Lord, and you know David the giant, right? David killed Goliath. Man, you can't beat that, uh -huh. the giant. And what happened to David? Committed adultery. Yeah, I mean, that was bad, really bad, because David had about, about 15, 20 other wives. Here still David went, and he literally killed the man, took the man's wife, and murdered the man. I mean, this could make a... An excellent plot for one of these reality shows today. There's still a man after God's own heart because he just, he, he's, I like the expression, he man up to what he did and he suffered for it. And yet still, he stuck with God and God forgave him. But again, what we see, he botched up and he knew the Lord. We know the Lord, yet we do what? Similar things. So now, do you see we are in good company here? Mm. in terms of internal conflict mm -hmm. right. that's the the purpose of we of the of i doing this um survey through the scripture to show you great men of god also botched up because of this conflict because remember we live in a fallen world and uh, i sh reminded you that between genesis 3 and Re revelation 20 We've seen the works of the devil. Mm -hmm. And it is work is, as Vanessa pointed out to us, is to get us to sin, to defile us, and also to discredit God and to get mm -hmm. us to distrust God. So that's where you see these men fell right in between that bracket. And you clearly see where mm -hmm. they had this war going on and they never really succeeded all the time because this conflict is heavy. So, um, but here's the deal. Yes, yes. In the, yes. In the table, uh, G, H, and I are all together. You see that? So who was I? He had trouble getting along with people. Yeah, you, you know that I, who that I, it was Paul. Yeah, so let me see. One, H two, three, four, five, two. six, seven. Yeah, about three got left off. Uh, so the the H is uh, the I the is he had the I he had trouble getting along with people. That is Paul. You remember the you remember the terrific. Uh, it's not really a discussion. It was really a brawl in a way, but they didn't go to fist fight with Barnabas. When Paul was going on mm -hmm. a mission, second missionary journey to go revisit yeah. the churches, and uh, Barnabas, Barnabas uh, requested that he take John, um, John, John Mark, John Mark, and the first yeah. missionary journey, John Mark had deserted them uh, after a couple, mm -hmm. a couple of miles, a couple of days, and of course, uh, Paul was thick. Because, you know, Paul was a, a, a what I call a fast tracker. He was one of those type A individuals who doesn't really uh, play. He, 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 he continues moving. He, he is a fast tracker, type A individual, and he doesn't play around. So when he was ready to go on his second missionary journey, and uh, Barnabas suggested that, he said, no, I'm not taking John Paul, no, John Mark, no. He deserted us, no. And they went backward and forward, backward and forward. And I think the scripture just started to sanitize it and said, you know, uh, 
Mark Paul and and uh, Barnabas had a real disagreement, right. but it was it was really bad, worse than that. It was intense, and eventually, right. uh, Paul would not make it happen, and uh, and uh, Barnabas, who his name is son of comfort, and you know, uh, he's really more calm and more forgiving, and he took John Mark with him. Of course, the thing about it later on, when Paul matured a little bit. Uh, John Mark was on one of his best aid. Oh yeah, he took him on his wings later on. But at this initial stage, because of his temperament and how he operate, uh, it was tough to get along with with Paul, and that's what that was. And you ask which other one you ask. Um, the one he, oh, he yeah. says he used profanity. He used profanity and okay. he denied his best friend. Yeah, that's Peter, right? yeah, that one is Peter. Peter knew the Lord, yet he used profanity and died and denied his best friend. Remember when, uh, after two times, and he said, "Nope, I'm not part of this." And somebody else said, "Nope." And then the third time, he just broke out and lost it and said, "I told you, I don't know the man." And he used the oh. profanity that they used back in those days mm-hmm. in swearing that he did not know Jesus. <laughs> and then you remember the sad thing. Then the cock crow okay. and Jesus turned around and looked at Peter and it said he mm-hmm. went out and wept bitterly because mm-hmm. he just denied his best friend. I remember he was the one who jumped up during the supper when Jesus said, you know, all of you going to be scattered and and run away and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And he said, me? Oh, no, Lord, I'll go die for you. No, I'd... to Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the car crow. <laughs> so you see how Peter botched yeah. up? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, thank you for uh, noticing that so that I could at least tell you what those missing names mm-hmm. were. But yes, Peter knew the Lord, yet... He denied his best friend using profanity. Yeah. Oh, that that's so bad, isn't it? Wow, wow. So, can he, so you see, we are in good company. So we know the Lord, yet we do, we do similar things. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, here's the thing about it. When you ask that question, he said, "Now, why in the world do we do this? Really?" You find that uh, there are various answers that comes back to us and in terms of the reaction it can cause individual uh, to feel guilt and anxiety and doubt for lack of adequate information as to why this so some it can even lead to a nervous breakdown because what they find is remember when paul said in his mind he wanted to do what god says uh, what the law says, but by the time he end up doing it, it's actually end up doing the wrong thing. And this will drive some people almost a nervous breakdown. And for those who actually have to fight off such feeling, what you see them do is probably sink into a mediocre type living in which they, they, they lost their real joy. And their, their, their life is almost monotonous, uh, almost like what this poet said, 
living a life of quiet desperation because you see they don't want to voice the way they really feel because it may not be religiously correct to say that among Christians you know what I mean but if they will tell you they'll tell you that listen I can understand this 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 conflict going on and um, I think maybe I need uh, maybe I need to be reborn again or something and usually what you see you may be wondering why you see some people go down to the altar when the altar call is issued sometimes and you said to yourself but wait a minute I, I think that people have been there down the altar before uh, but you see this probably is part of the problem in terms of this intense warfare and the horrible thoughts that flow into their mind that somehow they know that those are not their thoughts and it's like where in the world did this come from and they are really bewildered and they don't know what to do with it. And people think they're crazy too in terms of if they expressed it. So they think they, they need to rededicate their lives. And the point is, no, they don't need to do that. Because if they understand what's going on, they know the right solution to it. And the Bible has told us the solution. This concludes a Mind Booster podcast on spiritual warfare conflict in your mind. Go to PrayTube.net to listen to the entire series and to receive free resources associated with each podcast teaching.